0: Welcome to Life on the Brink, a lovely little place filled with inspiration and creativity that is dedicated to enjoying life one day at a time. I'm Anna, and together we're exploring the beautiful things in this world that fascinate us, and often discovering something new. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 51 of Life on the Brink. I hope that um, you are doing well this week and that this springtime episode comes at a good time. I know that spring kind of comes in different, uh, at different paces and only about this week have I really felt like it's here, like spring is here, but I know where where you live, it might be like really cold and maybe there's still snow and you're like... It's not spring at all. Well, maybe this can be a little bit of a, you know, a refreshing sort of looking forward to the spring. Um, here in the US, daylight savings time has begun, so it's really nice and light throughout most of the day and I'm really super loving it and it's going to sit at about 65 to 70 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> obviously all week and I'm just loving it. This is honestly the first week where I felt like winter is truly ending. Um, So today's episode is going to be full of ways to welcome and enjoy this new season that is spring after what has felt like a very long winter. (laughs) And if you've been listening, you know that, you know, I've tried my best to uh, enjoy winter. And I think I have enjoyed it perhaps more than in past years. However spring is just better <laughs> um but first i'd like to be honest a little bit and encourage those who may not yet be feeling that spring inspiration because i truly it's only been in the past couple days like not even a full week where i've felt uh like that burst of energy that comes with spring because i was just really really tired <laughs> let me back up a little bit. So after Christmas and after the holidays, which is kind of crazy, schedules are not normal. I think that I tend to hold on to um, the structure of a routine a lot in the first few months of the year, which kind of helps during winter, you have something to sort of ground you. Um, Lately though, I think I've been too strict about my schedule and about the little things that I would try to do every day to like maintain every day. Um, and I didn't feel stressed out. Like I didn't, didn't feel anxious about the amount that was on my plate, but I did have a lot of stuff on my plate so that I really didn't have room for new projects or even contemplating, you know, the, transition to spring and and the garden. I was just so exhausted with the garden and with my home and wasn't very excited about adding anything new because I was just so busy with the the things of just trying to do work each day. And I was like, this is not, this is going to have to adjust at some point. Um, And it kind of all caught up with me this past weekend. And my body was just so tired. Of course, I had like several things. I had a couple of different gigs and I had a lot of um, commitments this past weekend and I ended up just crashing and sleeping so much. I also, I think I had some kind of stomach bug that I was getting over and I kept getting these really bad headaches that I think may have been attributed to um, grinding my teeth because I think I've been able to relax my jaw a bit more, but maybe I was doing that because I was, you know, a little bit underlying some stress there. Um, and either way, I just have too much going on and putting too much on me. Cause then I, you know, stood back and (laughs) when Monday came and normally I'm like, okay, Monday hit the ground running. I was like, I'm sleeping every amount that I can today. Um, I took a nap on Saturday, I took a nap on Sunday and on Monday and slept at least eight hours every night. And I was just always tired. My body was like, Excuse me, ma'am, you sit down. And so I have really been enjoying the removal of structure from my days. And it's still, I still have structure. It's not that I, it's just. Um, not there, but I think I was doing too much and trying to do so many things in the morning, having like a very steady morning routine and getting things done throughout the day. When in fact, I do have work that outside of my home that I forget about when I'm factoring in, like, how much did I get done today? So anyway, I'm kind of rambling, but I just say this all to say that I only after I really let myself rest and like actually rest and sleep and not care at all about how much was getting done in a day, I finally, you know, was able to even fill my brain with new ideas. And that fortunately, um, was the same time, same couple of days when the weather finally uh, warmed up and it's been, um, uh, Lighter in the afternoon, as I've said, and now I feel refreshed and it's lovely and I'm just full of energy and I'm ready to go, ready to have spring, um, but also uh, continue noticing and um, adjusting the rigidity of, of myself and my schedule and what things I need to say no to. I think that's going to be big for me is a season of no thank you. And that is okay. Because I'm going to enjoy my life. (laughs) And I feel like since COVID, when there was nothing, you know, nothing on our plates whatsoever, we had to invent plates. Since then, work has gone back to normal and then some for me. And I haven't had to sit back and really um, evaluate and decide not to do things in a while. I kind of lost that habit. So now I'm getting back into it because I am not about that hustle lifestyle, as we know. (laughs) Okay, so that being said, I hope that you are able to rest, that you find time that even if you think, no, but I've just like been lying here or like it's been, I haven't really done that much today. If you need it, you need to rest. And if your body is not feeling good, you need to rest. And someday, hopefully very soon, you will feel the warmth of the sun on your face, or you'll hear the bird song that has come back into the soundtrack of our lives. um, And you'll get that boost of springtime inspiration. And maybe this podcast can even be a little bit of that for you, or it can contribute to that. And um, so with that, please make sure you have something delicious and warming and comforting to drink. I have been drinking, no surprise, the Paris Blend by Harney & Sons. Good old tea. One of my favorite teas ever. No surprise here. Now, let us finally get into the content of this episode. Here are some fun ways to enjoy the spring season, to welcome it, to embrace it, And if you like, you can even make this into a bucket list. Um, I've talked about it several times that sometimes I like to make seasonal bucket lists that you do not have to complete. It doesn't have to be a 100% thing at all, but it has fun ideas so that if you're like, oh, what do we do this weekend or, you know, what's something out of the ordinary we can do? Look at your bucket list and it's fun. So first, not as fun, but very, um, satisfying spring cleaning. Let's talk about it. Um, I would say that I'm a tidy person. I am definitely an organized person, but the actual cleaning of things in my house is, um, not a, as big a priority. I'll just say that. So there are some things that tend to, you know, get neglected here and there. And I think that as part of this um, bit of energy that we get with the new season, it is nice to sort of help maintain the overall well being of the home by tackling some of the things that we tend to ignore, such as cleaning the fridge, reorganizing the fridge, cleaning the oven. I actually haven't done this one yet at all. Um, I know there's like a whole process and it's a self-cleaning thing, but then I've got to, you know, scrape things out, clean that little drawer that's on the bottom of the oven that's like supposed to be a warmer thing, but you know, you store your pots down there. Yeah, got to clean that. The couch cushions, what's all up in there, stuff like that that sort of falls by the wayside. Now's a good time if you have like an afternoon or even a pocket of, you don't need that much to clean the couch, just do one of those things, just do one, and in general, I think it's nice to sort of give everything a once over. I did that only yesterday <laughs> as I'm recording this. I had all of my um wintry decorations still out, you know, some snowflakes here and there and blankets and certain things that I only have out during the winter. I took those away away with the pine cones and cleaned like every surface, (laughs) mostly, mostly every surface, um, of my home and swept and the rugs were vacuumed and I lit a nice new candle. Oh, that's so nice when you're done cleaning a space and then you can light a candle and it feels fresh. Love that feeling. Haven't had that feeling, uh, for a lot of winter, I will say, because it's hard to get that fresh feeling when it's cold outside. So, Now's a great time to sort of spruce things up and maybe address some projects that tend to get forgotten. That was number one. Number two is to get into the garden or plants in general, I'll say, because nothing screams new life like plants because this is the time of year, I would say March is the time when plants look the saddest. They've spent a couple months hanging on for dear life Maybe that's just my plants. I don't know. Um, And as I've said, the garden has been looking shabby. So now's the time where I finally get inspired. Maybe, you know, you are inspired and you've already been doing your seed starting or whatever else. But as, you know, the last frost dates uh, come into your region... I'm really looking forward to planting new things in the garden just this week. Again, it's all happening this week for me. I tackled like all the weeds in the garden. I trimmed up some things, all the dead branches and stuff like that. Got rid of all that so that it's clean um, and it's ready for me to add new plants, new compost, um, and the vegetable boxes on the side of the house. Um, if you've been following (laughs) since last spring, uh, I planted way too much stuff last year. So it's time to streamline. Um, And actually, I'm getting like an early spring harvest because I planted a bunch of stuff last fall. And like just today, I got like a couple heads of broccoli. They're kind of weird looking broccoli, but still. And I've harvested some radishes, some carrots that just stuck it out through the winter, through the snow. So as I'm sort of harvesting those things away, I'm planning for a couple vegetables. (laughs) I'll try and get good at a couple so that I can add more containers or add more space down the line. But a trip to the garden center really feels like spring to me. I can't wait for that. That's the next step for me. But if you're not ready for that whole thing, if you have a plant or two, Now is the time to maybe add more. (laughs) I'm always trying to add more plants. Um, You can bring in plants. And now is also the time to repot your plants if they need it. If they've outgrown their container, early spring is the perfect time right before their growing season because then they'll be able to adapt much better. Um, And on top of that, this is an and or. I say bring in some flowers. You can buy them for yourself even special bouquet of flowers. Right now, um, daffodils are in bloom. Actually, my friend Jeanette gave me a beautiful bouquet of daffodils from her parents' garden, which is lovely. Um, And tulips. Tulips are my favorite flower, and they are perfectly in season right now. Or they're about to be, but they've already started at Trader Joe's. So (laughs) bringing in some of those spring flowers can really um, brighten up a space. And speaking of brightening up uh, point three of mine is to bring lightness to your textiles. So, uh, this is not only your wardrobe, but the other fabrics in your house. So, um, this is the time or soon will be the time when you can transfer over, put your big sweaters away in storage, bring out the lighter fabrics. Um, and I think it's always nice to sort of have, uh, have a look through all your clothes. And if there's something that I haven't worn all winter, and it's a winter item, you know, or I only wore it once, I'll just let it go because there's more things that can come into the closet. And that also helps everything to feel a bit lighter. If you have a more functioning wardrobe, it can feel um a lot more streamlined and fresh and exciting. Aside from your clothes, though, it can be nice to switch out um, curtains, like the, the texture, the thickness of your curtains, or your bed linens, or um, even your towels or rugs, depending on, on what you have and what you like. Um, it's time to bring a, a bit of lightness. It's still cozy. I'm still all about some cozy, but um, maybe it just means I, I put away my heavy gray afghan and bring out the light-colored afghan. (laughs) Number four is to try sprucing up your beauty regimen. So we don't talk a whole lot about beauty and things like that in this podcast, but it definitely is uh, a part of my life and my routine to an extent. Um, I'm not someone who uh, regularly (laughs) um, gets a haircut or gets a pedicure or a manicure or any kind of treatment whatsoever. Um, My nails are always cut short because I play the piano and I've just been letting my hair grow until I have split ends and then I get it cut probably like twice a year. Um, And that's about it. But sometimes it is nice if you maybe have saved a little bit of um, like petty cash or whatever (laughs) of uh, like an allowance or something to treat, your, treat yourself to a little springtime freshening up because sandals are coming slowly but surely. And we all know that a pedicure lasts about 12 years. So a nice pedicure, I also don't super love the experience of a pedicure, but I like the finished product. Um, but also if you are in need of a haircut or maybe you'd like a facial or something to sort of um, wake up your tired skin <laughs> from the winter, that can be really enjoyable. Last year I actually it was right before my birthday, which is in April. I went to um I had a gift card Josh had given me for Christmas and I had a 1 hour massage and a manicure and a pedicure, which was the most indulgent day ever. Um and it's lasted me like all year long. I still think about it. So if that is you know paying for such services is like a little bit out of your Um, either comfort zone or budget, you can always bring in a bit of color um, to maybe your makeup or something or your nail color, or you can just do a mask at home, have a little bit of, uh, uh, bring some more intentionality to um, waking up your skin. Actually setting aside like an evening um, to have a bath or do a body scrub or, a, a facial or something like that so that you can feel a bit lighter, a bit fresher and excited to face the sun. This is also important to bring out the SPF even more as well. Um, but that's a little side note. Okay. So, um, that was number four, I believe. So number five is of course to enjoy the outdoors. So, Naturally, wherever you live, the weather's going to be a little bit different, but finally we'll be able to enjoy some time outside at some point during the next month, I would say. So it's a lovely time to open the windows, get that uh, fresh air current going through. It just feels so nice to be able to sit at home or even if I'm like doing chores or I'm cooking and have the windows open, it's... It, like impossible to think of such a thing during the winter. So I think it's really fun and I actually have them open right now. <laughs> uh, this is sort of a mini list within this whole outdoors thing. I've got a long list of fun things. There's also farmer's markets. The farmer's market is coming back. Um, and I'll leave a link in the show notes to episode 26, which was all about the farmer's market and how to enjoy that. Um, and with that is going to come seasonal produce So this is the time to get hype about asparagus because it's about to have its moment along with salad greens and carrots and radishes and all of that beautiful spring harvest, basically salad time. Get ready to enjoy some salads. (laughs) Um, And I just can't wait to wander around a farmer's market. Oh gosh, I think about it all year long. Um, Also, picnics. Now is the perfect time, and I will also leave a link in the show notes to episode 21, which was the art of the picnic, and I was talking a little bit about this in the last episode, but it's all the more reason now to explore your area, to look at um, maybe some festivals that are coming back. We haven't had them in you know a couple years, really, really, some of them, so I think this is going to be a really special spring. Um, and it's a great chance to uh, see some new places and enjoy some things outdoors in your area or even some local trails and hikes. You can feel free to combo that with the picnic. Why not? I always like to throw a picnic on everything. Um, Or even just a walk during the day or a bike ride. It can do so much to just get me out of my head. Um, during quarantine two springs ago. You remember when it was just heavy lockdown. It was a tradition for me and Josh to go on like a long bike ride every Sunday. This was before we were married too. So he would come over and bring his bike and we would explore a new part of the neighborhood, kind of around where I used to live. And it really, really helped. Sometimes I didn't feel like doing it, but it just did so. Mu- I felt so much better, and the activity. Oh gosh, the just I've been. I think my my body has been craving activity, um, as well as rest, they go hand in hand. So, <laughs> if that makes sense. But now, if I feel like okay, I have ten minutes, I'm gonna go for a quick walk. It's way more enjoyable now, at any time of day, really. Basically, during the springtime. It's when the weather is just perfect most of the time because summers can get oppressively hot as we all know. And so during these special few months, however long that transitional season is where you live, I just want to do everything outside and we should take advantage of it, I think. So hopefully some of these things have got you scheming with fun little ideas I personally, like I said, my birthday's in April and I am concocting what might, what might be one of my greatest picnics (laughs) to date. (laughs) It will be legendary. And if it happens, I'll be sure to share about it on this podcast. And the last point on this list, I believe it's six, whatever it is, is to read a springy book. And by springy, just one that gives you very nice, um natural springy vibes and i've got a small list of uh, books that i've mostly read one of them i haven't um but it's on my list to read this spring um first of course perfect winter to spring transitional book the lion the witch in the wardrobe by c.s lewis the descriptions of the winter are so beautiful but also the way they transition to spring it's just gosh it really gets you hype <laughs> for the season we're about to have. Also, um, last spring, I read a book called Tulipomania by Mike Dash. It's um, it's a nonfiction piece, um, kind of written like a history textbook, honestly, but I loved it. And it's about the tulip craze that happened in the Netherlands in like the 1630s, I think it was. And I honestly learned a lot about tulips. <laughs> Like it was very informative, um, more than I could keep in my brain. So I, I will definitely read it again at some point or at least reference it. But the um, descriptions of um, really early botany and like cataloging and um, cultivating these flowers is really interesting. So if you're into that kind of <laughs> nerd plant uh, reading, I think it's a good book. My next book recommendation is one that I just read, um, and I know I'm kind of late to the party, but it's A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Maas. It is the first in a series, which is not new at all, but um I think it was the whatever the most the latest book was, it's um been very popular and I've heard a lot about it. And I thought, okay, well, why don't I like finally read this series? It is a fantasy. Um, and lots of adventure, lots of romance, kind of steamy, uh, just so you know, going into it. Um, but the first book especially has a lot of descriptions of beautiful spring atmosphere. It becomes very clear once you get into the book. Um, but the descriptions of like the natural life and the protagonist has like an artist's eye. So the descriptions of color are really beautiful. I kind of read it at the perfect time without realizing it. And now I'm reading the second book in the series, which is an absolute monstrosity. So I don't know how long it's going to take me to get through the series to where it is now, but I am enjoying it. I am enjoying it. So that is a a recommendation if you like fantasy. Quite different, uh, but also enjoyable is My Life in France by Julia Child. Um, I've said this before, but When it's springtime and also sometimes during the fall, I get re-inspired by everything French. Uh, My full Francophile comes out and um, I really associate Julia Child and her memoir. This is her memoir, by the way, My Life in France. Um, Just sort of her telling uh, the story of coming to France and uh, going through cooking school and all of that. Basically, if you've seen "Julie and Julia, which I hope you have a lot of her side of the story is based on this book. And it was written by her and her nephew. And it's just lovely. The descriptions of Paris are just, ugh, I love it. It's a really relaxing read, I think, which can be nice during this season if you're just looking for something a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun, something that makes you feel good on the inside. This book is great. Also food, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Um next is pride and prejudice by jane austen because this is also the time of year when i tend to feel like way more romantic and it's just soft and it's lovely but the story is so witty and really anything austen at this point where you know we're in english countryside it's just everything that i want and if you haven't actually read this book i really think you should read this book there's a reason that it's so beloved and last on my list is one that I hope to read this year. Um it's The Secret Garden by Francis Hod I hope I'm saying it right. Francis Hodgson Burnett. That's that's my best go at it. Um because it's a garden, obviously, and it's going to be magical. Really what more could you ask for in a spring read? <laughs> so if you have any recommendations, uh feel free to comment on the show notes because I would love to know. I I love a seasonal read. Um, If you're not familiar, the show notes, the full show notes with the blog and the photos and everything is at lifeonthebrink.live, where I will also leave um, a bit more of like extra inspiration um, at the end of the show notes. Um, Some videos that always get me sort of into a spring kind of vibe. One of them is about um, the slow creation of a cottage garden in an urban space, which always inspires me. And some other videos that are just really springy and hopefully will help inspire you too. And don't forget, you can also go to episode 22, which came out last spring, which was called spring movie night, uh, with my sister, Sarah, because if you liked these book recommendations, the movie ones are even better. (laughs) Um, and that's a really uh, fun episode. So that'll be linked there as well. And, um, I really hope that this helps to bring, uh, you know, a bit of invigoration to you. Um, but like I said in the beginning, please be gentle with yourself, give yourself rest, give yourself time. Even if the weather and the sun is, you know, lined up perfectly and you're still not feeling it yet, that is okay. Because inevitably, if you are kind to yourself, you will, you will, and you're, it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. And I am hoping all of the very best for you this spring. So with that said, I will be right back with this week's Little Joy. This week's Little Joy is actually a YouTube channel. It's one that I have recently, very recently come across, but has quickly become my most favorite at the moment. And it has really inspired me to take on more crafty and, in particular, cooking projects. The name of the channel is Honey Jubu. I hope I'm saying it right. Um, as that is the English translation. It is a Korean channel. And it's uh, made by this woman who I assume she's living in Korea. It's hard to tell. I believe so, based on the, the places I see her go. But most of it takes place in her home, in like this apartment. And Oh my gosh, her videos are so um, like peaceful and orderly but like almost whimsical and colorful. She doesn't ever speak. they're only um, like with text, with subtitles uh, in a plethora of languages as well. But it's all like her cooking, her morning routine, taking care of plants, taking care of household things. Uh, she's married and I believe she has a couple kids but it's mostly just following her time working in the home by herself and it's it's so beautiful some of the videos um translated to english are called let's see a diligent daily life that starts at five in the morning amazing how to have fun at home home camping cooking uh comfort a lethargic burnout with sweet fruit juice are you kidding also, I, I really love the way that Korean translates to English. I think it's really endearing. <laughs> so um, these videos are just really calming, really inspiring. It makes me want to do projects at home. And I really recommend checking it out. So that's this week's little joy. I've really been loving it. And finally, what I've been listening to, normally I, I link a playlist. But um, honestly, I haven't I haven't really listened to any music. Like at all lately except for things that I'm working on either that I'm teaching or that I had to play or I had to sing for stuff there has been no room however what I really have been listening to is another podcast <laughs> so welcome to the podcast that gives you more podcast recommendations and this is not um a hidden talent it's very well known and very awesome it's milk street radio I don't know if it airs on live radio. I have never heard it there, but it's a great podcast. It's hosted by Christopher Kimball. It's all about cooking. He interviews some of the most um, interesting people. And there's also segments where he and a guest will um, answer uh, cooking questions of like people who call in and I learn so much. So I've really been enjoying that podcast and I'll leave a link to it in the show notes as well but I'm sure now that I'm transitioning to spring, more fun playlists will come, uh, in time. But honestly, that's what I've been listening to the most. So I thought I would share that with you. This week has really been, um, transformative for me. There's been a real shift. Um, and I hope that maybe this podcast can help be a bit of inspiration to you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and I hope that you have a really wonderful week and a great start to spring. Uh, It officially starts on Sunday, but here's to the new season. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Life on the Brink. If you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free to leave a star rating or even better, leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word. For podcast show notes and extra inspirational posts throughout the week, head to the blog at lifeonthebrink.live. And if you'd like a little extra dose of inspiration in your life, sign up for the monthly newsletter, which lights up your inbox the first Friday of each month. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friends, you have a lovely week. Bye.